This is According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell, McPherson's sports talk show. 15, 10, 5, touchdown! Kansas City, Damian Williams runs to immortality! Listen Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KVBE or online at midkansasonline.com. No, I went to Temecula and brought here some dirt. And this is how you use this dirt. No, don't, don't. You do it like this, you get it, you sort of rub it on. Okay, now I'm ready to go. According to Jim is your home for the McPherson Bullpups. How about a pull-up three? Grace Pilot is good! Everything happening in the sports world. The game is over! And the Chiefs kingdom has firmly planted its flag on top of football's highest summit. And even some things not happening in the sports world. I'll probably wrap up in a blanket or something. Now it's time for According to Jim. Here's Jim Joyner and Steve Sell. Kick it! Let's do this thing. Another edition of According to Jim right here on 96.7 FM KBBE or for those of you listening online worldwide at midkansasonline.com. I'm Jim Joyner. Joining me as always, the most popular man in the entire city of McPherson, Mr. Steve Sell. Steve, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Did you enjoy your weekend? I did. We saw a very good, uh, incredible basketball game on, uh, of course, the you know, Friday night, two bullpup games, and then Saturday night, uh, the McPherson College men's game with Bethel was as good a game as you and I have seen all year. Uh, Bulldogs down 17, roar back, winning at the end. Uh, just a tremendous finish on that one. Yeah, I know we were really happy for Coach Askeldson and those guys for picking up a really, really big win in terms of staying in the KCAC playoff race and, and trying to stay well, they still have a chance at this moment to be the number one team right. in the KCAC. So we enjoyed seeing them pick up the big win on Saturday night. Steve, it was it was kind of a weird weekend. Why is that? Well, number one, we weren't locked in basketball arenas the entire time like we have the last couple of weekends. Yeah, it was at least it was just a couple games uh, both nights. And, uh, uh, you know, after those 12 games and three nights, two weeks in a row, uh, you know, in successive nights, it changes I, your perception on life. Yeah, it it, it you know it takes what me a, is life. It takes where it, are we? It takes me a little while to recharge the inner, you know, the batteries these days. Because uh, let's figure, my battery's pretty low, you know, anymore. It's it's I don't have the, you know, the energy I used to have as as an exuberant young guy. You know, I've gotten a little older or a no, lot older. A no, lot older. You're a young man. Gotten a lot older, but. Uh, Anyway. You're a whippersnapper. <laughs> but anyway. Does anybody say that a person that is a whippersnapper is old? I don't think. Aren't you always a young I think, whippersnapper? I don't, I don't think anyone ever says whippersnapper Yeah, anymore. they do. Do they? Well, probably all older people. Well, okay. But I never hear that word anymore. It's a great word. Okay. Well, Steve, we've got a lot of things to talk about today, even though it was kind of a slow weekend. And I wanted to start off in just a little bit of a different direction than maybe we normally would for today. Okay. And I wanted to just have a little conversation here. It's not that serious. We have a conversation every day. It, just a little bit of a different conversation. So it was a weird weekend for me, not only with all of the sports that we were doing and the games that we were doing and kind of a slow sports weekend for one, but it was a weird weekend because I was bombarded with congratulations and, and all sorts of different messages and people reaching out to me for an award from last Friday. And I, I didn't want to sit here and... and 
and puff up my own chest and, and tell everybody how great I am. Swell up. I, I'm not very good at that, and you're not very good at that. No. And I'm not very good at when people come up and say, hey, congratulations, you're you're great, you're so handsome, you are just dashing. They I, never say that to me. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't have a very good way of responding to that. Yeah. Typically, my way of response is to play it off, and I, I wanted to just have a little bit of a different conversation here and talk about... I think the really cool position that you and I have. Now, you hear us talk a lot about the long hours that we work and that we are constantly going on the road and covering basketball games or preparing for a basketball game or posting photo galleries and doing all sorts of different things. But I wanted to just remind people of how special this community is. Right. And I felt a lot of that this weekend in terms of people that... Maybe I don't even know that well. Maybe people that just know me more because I talk to them and and they don't talk back because we're on the radio. But a lot of people reached out to me, and I am an outsider. Steve, you're an outsider to this community by birth, but you're certainly engraved on the inside now. And this is year number three, and I can for me, and I can remember at the beginning of the year in your preseason magazine for the fall, and I might have even said it for basketball as well, but. Year number three for me in places is always the most comfortable. Yeah. You start to know more people. You figure out the ins and outs. You're comfortable with everybody. And it certainly felt like that this weekend with all sorts of people here reaching out to me and offering congratulations. You got a card right before the start of the game. From the Bullpup Girls basketball yeah. team. And I just wanted to remind people of how special this place is in terms of a sports community. Correct. And that it's very rare with what this place is. And one of the reasons why I feel like it is so special is because it is intertwined. It is a smaller town, even though it's a bigger town. And I come from a background of going to a big suburban Kansas City high school. Mighty Olathe East Hawks. The mighty Olathe East Hawks. And I love Olathe East. I love everything that happened there. I loved high school. But there is something different about a big suburban monster school that was relatively new. There are no third-generation Olathe East Hawks at this point, unless that unless it was really, really close to the <laughs> deadline, because the school opened in 1992. Yeah, there are really hardly any second-generation Olathe East Hawks. I didn't have any friends. Well, that's too bad. I didn't have any friends that their parents also went to Olathe East. Okay. I, I didn't have any that, that did that because the school was so new and that would have been about the time you had to have been born would about be the time that you graduated high school. And so the, the timing is weird and it's starting to get that way. But at the big schools, there is a passion for sports and there always will be in a Kansas City or a Wichita or a Dallas or Oklahoma City, but it's different in a smaller town. And certainly it's different in Claflin where Central Plains plays on a Friday night and everybody drops what they are doing to go watch Emily Ryan and the Central Plains Oilers win their 3,000th game in a row. But it's a little different here in McPherson that it is bigger. And there are other things to do. And there are other people to see. There, there are more and more options when you get bigger towns, if you're following me here in Salina. Mm-hmm. There's more people. There are more things to do. Right. But McPherson is this perfect size community in town that... It still has that really small town feel, but in the bigger scope of it. And 
I just really appreciate what this place has been to me for the last three years. It is a lot of fun for Steve and I to do our jobs because people care. And I've said that before, that it's different in other places. And I don't want to mention any towns by name right now, but I can think of towns that are not that far from here that 30 years ago, more people cared. Right. And that's never really stopped here. And I think you can attest for that, that there is still the amount of care and people caring what we do and what we post at midkansasonline.com and the games that we cover. And it shocks me every single time that people will say, oh, I was listening to that and and I heard you say this. And I'm like, I didn't think anybody listened to that. I didn't think anybody cared. And I wanted to give you a chance to elaborate on it too, that this place is just special. And I think there is a reason why Steve Sell in his 41st year wasn't here just three years, wasn't here just five years, wasn't here just 10 years, and is here for 41 years, and it's because this place is special. You're right. I mean, I've, I've said it before. I've written it countless times. You know, I've, I've written a lot of stories down through the years, so I've probably repeated myself many times, but my plan was to be here two years, and uh, I was going to be here two years, and then something else, you know, the natural progression that, you know, I was thinking like a Hutch, a Salina, and I had chances. I had chances to go to Salina. I had chances to go to Manhattan, you know, had a chance to go to Hayes. Um, but I liked the town because I grew up in a town very similar to McPherson. In fact, uh, you know, when I grew up in Independence, they were mirror images of each other. Very successful sports town. Independence, of course, has have just been crushed by the economic depression, uh, they've lost about 5,000 people since, uh, you know, I left growing up down there. They're down, you know, they're, they're, a, they're a middle of the road 4A school now. And, uh, but McPherson has continued to stay, you know, where it's been pretty much all along size wise. Uh, the thing is, I always said, how would I write for, uh, for schools that don't win? You know, I, I, right. used, I used to always go to, and I, I don't want to say the schools. I shouldn't, I'm not going to say the schools. I'm if trying I, to do the same. And, and if I went to another town, where they lost all the time. I mean, writing about winners is fun. Associating with winners is fun. I like winning. Winning's a good thing. And as weird as this sounds, it is a big reason why I love sports broadcasting. Now, it's fun whether the team is bad or whether they're good or whether they lose a game one night. That's not the the point. But it's that people care about the winning. The teams do win. They win at a high level. And when you have the winning, as weird as it sounds, winning isn't everything, but when you have it, it tends to be everything in this job for me. It makes me want and to the work other, harder. And the other thing I think for you and myself, the coaches we work with are unbelievable. They're phenomenal. And, and you can see that. If we email a coach and say, hey, we need such and such, we get it right away. When you email coaches out of town, and we saw this Friday night, they see – Ah, uh, McPherson wants information from us. Nah, we don't care. Andale's boys coach really felt bad that he didn't send you in information. Well, and he's done it before, and he came up to me before the game, and he was like, dude, I'm so sorry. Yeah. I, I've been doing this and this and this. I just completely forgot to send you. You need me to go do this. And I will say the same thing, too, about other schools, especially Kansas City schools. I have a hard time getting some information from those coaches sometimes because they're not used to being covered by media. They're not used yeah. to having to answer a question well, Kansas, or, or send yeah. any stats. In the, Can- in the Kansas City area, high schools aren't covered anymore. Wichita, 
you know, they Wichita Eagle used to do an incredible job. Hayden Barber tries his best, but they've kind of tied his hands lately. You don't see the high school coverage in the Eagle that you used to see. The Hutch News, uh, they have really, you know, they used to have six people on their sports staff. I think they have one now, and that one's not even full-time, I don't think. So, you know, those, uh, you know, we are very fortunate that we cover the teams, you know, like we want to cover them. And getting back to the coaches, uh, we, I've been here 41 years. I've had one coach in 41 years that I simply didn't get along with. That coach was here uh, for about three months, and then that coach quit after that season was over. Because he was mad at Steve. Well, he went back to wherever he came from. But I have never had any trouble with coaches. And, again, you know, it always bothers me, too, when, you know, people rip on coaches. I think our coaches do, in every sport, just do an incredible job. They do the best possible job they can, and people need to understand that. They're trying to the best of their ability to coach their teams. And, you know, you got armchair quarterbacks and chicken littles. Oh, God, if he'd done this, he'd done that. Well, you know, they're doing the best they can. People don't realize the number of hours, like Coach Stradman, Coach Pav, Coach Kinneman, they put in watching tons and touch of film, tons of film. Their staffs, their coaching staffs, they're watching huddle. They're they're running stuff back. They're working on Saturdays and Sundays. You and I work on Saturdays and Sundays. People don't realize that. We work seven days a week. There are no off days for us. I mean, you're doing notes and stuff on the weekend. I'm posting 10 to 12 stories on the weekend. We work seven days a week. There are no off days for us, and it's that way for the coaches too. And I just think people need to realize that because it's not like coaches get paid, you know, professional college type money to coach teams. They don't probably get near enough pay for the jobs they do. I mean, if you broke it down by how much an hour they make, I bet it's not $10 an hour. Well, Steve, it goes back to the C word that I mentioned earlier. It is the fact that people care here and they care about the community. They care about the student athletes. They care about the coaches. They care about the overall well-being of this place. And that is part of what makes McPherson, for the last 70, 80 years, we can just put it down to basketball, but just to everything, yeah. it's part of what makes McPherson successful right. in a lot of things, that there are people that care, they want it to be the best, and when you go to other towns, it's not the same. And they're and, not, and they're and not I afraid just, to It try. blows me away. And they're not tra- afraid to try. You look at... When I got here, look at how many sports we didn't have when I got here. We didn't have high school baseball. We didn't have high school softball. We didn't have high school soccer. We didn't have uh, uh, high school bowling. I mean, we have had a lot of programs, and we've been good in all those programs. So it's a community that continues to move forward, and they really put a lot of uh, emphasis on their athletics and their academics and activities. And I always say kids involved in athletics or like band or choir, I think they're going to be more rounded people and, and theater and drama, forensics, K's, you know, whatever. I think if you're involved, you know, in your school and in your community, you're going to be a better citizen moving forward. So as we wrap up this thought and we can get back to sports, I just wanted to say again, thank you to people that have reached out to me this weekend And for an outsider that sometimes it feels like you're an outsider, it feels like I'm a million miles away from home and family, 
weekends like this weekend make me feel pretty good. Oh, yeah. And it, and it made me feel very connected to a place that I am not connected to by birth. I'm not connected to by anything besides either. just being here. And people have really taken me under their wing, and I really appreciate it. Whether it's coaches, whether it's people, any, anybody else that's reached out. Well, it, I, it, it I, was a, a feel-good weekend And for I me. appreciate everything you do because, you know, you're the most prepared guy I've ever seen. I mean, you and do the a, most handsome. You, you, yeah, you do a lot of stuff for me that you know. You save me some time, and and you know, working on precedes and things like that because you know I'm covering so many teams. I've got all the area teams to cover, and uh, you get a lot of stuff done for me. So um, you know, I think it shows, and and I think people we're very happy that people appreciate what we do. I always say, I always used to say, in the old days, if I wrote a story that one person liked then I've done my job. Well, Steve, this is our sentimental time. We're done. But again, thank you to people that have reached out and and thank you for continuing to read and listen. And it blows me away every time. And our hits on our website right now, they are at an all-time high. We are just, we have had just incredible number of hits. Um, You know, the the last, especially the last two or three years, we have really gone up in hits. And it's, it's amazing we get the numbers we do because, remember, we're basically drawn from about a 20-mile you know, twenty mile radius. And to get over 100,000 hits in a month, you know, it really says that people, not just in McPherson, but in Canton, Galva, Lindsburg, Little River, Inman, um, I'm leaving somebody. Don't forget about Mound Ridge. Mound Ridge. Oh, Dridger Nation, Vancer. You know, can't forget them. But all the schools that we cover, those people, you know, they really care too. So we appreciate them too. We're not very good at being sentimental. Oh, so th- I think that was as best call- as we could do. Yeah, I'm normally known as a black heart. I think that was as sentimental as we could possibly be on this show. Probably. Probably a record. Yeah. We've had like 550 of them. Yeah. And I think that might be our best. All right, Steve, let's take a break. When we come back, a couple things to talk about with you from the weekend. Just a couple of headlines to hit. Kind of a slow weekend in terms of big national stories. We'll talk about that next. You're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmers State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM, KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. We're back on this afternoon's According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. Steve Sell, couple big things that happened over the weekend. Number okay. one, did you watch the XFL? I watched a little so bit. So it of turns it. out you did watch. Uh, you bad mouthed them all week. Not for very long. NFL, not for long. You just gave them the very quick XFL. Well, when treatment. I watched about five minutes, I didn't recognize a single player. I turned the channel. So you were done. I was done. They so had some cool stuff though. Quarterbacks mic'd up. They went inside the instant replay booth and listened to the replay guy talking to the official. That was that was interesting. Stuff. I don't mind that. What did you think of the kickoffs? That I never saw because nobody scored in the whole time I watched. Okay, so what they've decided to do is the kicker puts the ball on whatever yard line they are, 35, 40, wherever they want to be at, and instead of the other guys on the kickoff team being right there on the line, you know, in the NFL they used to be five yards behind, now they're right up on the line, yeah. and they can't move until he kicks. Yeah. What they have done in the XFL is move the line of 
the other 10 guys way up the field. Oh, my gosh. To like the 30 or the 35. Okay. And then 10 guys for the receiving team are also five yards from them. Okay. So the kicker backs up, kicks the ball, ball's in the air. The one returner is back to grab it. Inside is 25. Okay. And as soon as he catches the ball is when both teams can start running at each other. Okay. Interesting. And, and that's one of the changes that they wanted to made, or make. I think I so saw how did that, that go? There were a couple big returns. I think I read that 90% of the kickoffs were returned. It looks like, to me, there's not a lot of scoring. I think the I don't know what all the scores were, but the game the game I watched was like fifteen to nine or something like that. So if you found a team that you like, I couldn't name you two teams: Dallas and St. Louis. I can't remember what their names were, but that's a game I kind of tuned in. I was looking at the crowd. I was going to see what kind of crowd they had. Now I think it was Dallas and St. Louis. They were playing at Texas where, Globe Life Park, where Arlington, where the Rangers played. Right, and it looked like to me the lower Bowl had a, quite a few people. Nobody in the upper deck. I mean, the crowds couldn't have been more than twenty thousand at the most. I don't think. And that's the opening. That's the opening night. And you know, it's like anything else. When it's new, people go out. How many of those people went to the game on Sunday? Will go back the next time they're. Home? I don't know. Probably not that many. Not very many. Steve, the other really big news story that I just wanted to hit on real quick is that we talked a little bit about last week. Pete Rose trying to make his comeback into baseball and saying, hey, uh, it's time to just let me be back around, quit, take the ban away. Yeah. Well, a guy that made his return over the weekend back to Bloomington, Indiana, Bobby Knight. I didn't see that. I wanted to see it, but I didn't see it. Did you see it? I, I got to see a little bit of it, and I think he was pretty emotional. I think the people of Indiana were very excited to have him back. Yeah. And it was the first time he'd been back since, yeah. well, since the Bob incident. Well, Bob Knight has really taken a low profile about the last two or three years. I think he's got a lot of health problems. Well, him and Musburger, whenever they were in their run of doing games on ESPN, yeah. they did that for a long time. Yeah. Five, eight years. Yeah. And that they were the big feature Big 12 game all the time. Big so, game so, so we saw a lot of them yeah. over that stretch. But really, what's, what's the last thing you heard from Bobby Knight? You haven't. Nothing. Yeah. He's been pretty quiet. I he didn't throw a chair across the court or anything, did he? No. Okay. He good. didn't hit anybody. Good. All, all the good things. He didn't things. grab anybody by the throat or anything. No, n- nothing like that. But you that. know, that was a sad, you know, they were, I think they were honoring the uh, some team, 30-year anniversary maybe of their championship team or something like that. I'm not sure. But but uh, that ended very badly. Bob Knight was very angry uh, with Indiana. They you had, don't say he was an angry man. Well, he was an angry man. But, but there was a real... You know, it was very acrimonious, uh, very, very negative ending. And I'm glad to see, I think Bob Knight's, what, 80 years old now, probably 79. He's old. And uh, I'm just glad that they've mended fences while, you know, while he's still alive. All right, Steve, we went a little long earlier today, so we've got to wrap up here quickly. I've got one more thing I want to talk with you about that is breaking news. Breaking news? I wouldn't know it then. And we'll see what you have to think. All right. Or say. All right. We won't really see what you have to think. You're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, 
Nextech Wireless, and Farmer State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. Ramping up today's According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. Steve, I have two very important things to talk with you about before okay. we go home okay. today. Well, we won't go home. We'll just go back to our offices and go back to work. Yeah. Number one, the most important thing from last night. Did you watch the Oscars? No. Why not? Don't care. Haven't seen any of the movies. I, I couldn't tell you. Well, you can take care of that. You can go watch the movies. Yeah, I don't care. I don't care about movies anymore. Do you know who won Best Actor? I have no I don't even know who was it. Tom Hanks. No, he did not win. Al Pacino. No, he was in Best Supporting oh, was Actor. He? I have no but idea. But didn't win. I couldn't tell you who was up. How about Joaquin Phoenix for Joker? Uh, is that like Batman movie? It, it's a spinoff of that from the okay. Joker character. Okay. Joaquin Phoenix. Never he was the Joker. Him. I've never heard of him. Best Supporting Actor. I don't have a clue. Pacino. He was nominated, but didn't win. Okay. Brad Pitt. Are you a Brad Pitt fan? Fight Club. For Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I remember him from Fight Club. The first rule of Fight Club. Oh, so like you don't 40 talk years about, ago? You don't talk about Fight Club. What about Best Actress? I have no clue. Renee Zellweger? Ooh. Are you a fan of her? Jerry Maguire. Do you know what movie she was in? No. It was called Judy. Do you know what it was about? No. Judy Garland. There you go. It was a well, movie about Judy, Judy Garland. Well, the only Judy I know. Judy, Judy, Judy. Okay, what about... The best picture. Did you see who won best picture? 1917. No, it took second. Well, I don't know if it took second, but it did not Paradise win. Alley or something like that. What was it called? Paradise something. How about Parasite? Well, close. I was close. I had the para part right. Do you know what Parasite was about? No, I have no clue. Do you know what language it is in? I have no I, It's It's uh, a, It's from an Asian movie or something. It's Korean. Okay. I watched it. It's almost entirely in Korean. Well, you know that... The big thing about the Oscars, they've always the big complaint lately is there's no diversity, and you know that should quiet those critics. Well, it's a little different argument for what those people want compared to this. Okay, but this was the first time that a movie like this, that is completely in a different language and is from Korea, was able to win Best Picture. First well, time it had like won good, anything. Good for them. I think you would not like Parasite. I thought it was Paradise, so I didn't, you know. It's not quite. If I see that movie, it's going to be on reruns. It's sort of a thriller. Okay. I don't think you'd like it. Probably not. So don't I, waste your it's time. It's probably real long. I really liked it. it was, yeah, it was over two hours. Well, yeah, I, and it's all in Korean. You okay. have to read the subtitles. Okay. Steve, big news today. Okay. Officially entering the free agent pool, Philip Rivers. Really? That's correct. Phyllis. Bye-bye, Phyllis. Where do you think he ends up? And maybe most importantly... Who do you think is the quarterback for the Los Angeles Chargers next year? Tom Brady. You really think? Do you remember when I told you that's what I thought might happen? Yep. And you said, oh, no. i tell you what, it sounds more and more like, I mean, there was a report. Doesn't it sound like the perfect fit? There's a report that, you know, Dallas is wanting Tom Brady now. I saw that report today that they said, you know, they're not happy with Dak Prescott. How about Dak Prescott to the Chargers and Tom Brady to the Cowboys? I just think the Chargers need a spark. They need something to go yeah. well for them because, frankly, nobody cares about them in their own city. Nobody cares about them no. e anywhere. No, and they move into a new stadium next year. Right, and they'll share it with the Rams. Rams. Right. I just don't think anybody cares one bit about the Los Angeles Chargers. And you know how they could get people to care? Tom Brady. You bring in Tom Brady, 
the Chiefs in your division just won the Super Bowl. Yeah. How do you combat that with a guy who's won more Super Bowls than anybody else? You got Patrick Mahomes. You throw him in there and say, hey, we'll see if we can stop him. Yeah. I think that would at least bring some interest. And remember I said that about two months ago, and I was laughed at, mocked, scoffed. I still don't where, where know do if think, it will happen. Where do you think Phyllis goes? Phyllis Rivers. I don't really have a very good feel for what I think is going to happen. How about the Bears or the Panthers? The Bears or the Panthers. Man, don't the Bears have to feel... Stupid. They just have to feel so silly. Yeah. I don't really feel bad they for them. They could have had Patrick Mahomes and they have Mitchell Trubisky. Do you think there's any chance that the Chargers would stick with Tyron Taylor, who they already have on the roster? No. You don't think they want to roll the dice with him at all? not at all. So you think they are going to go get somebody else and bring him in? Exactly. Okay. They may draft a quarterback. Okay, and and then roll with that guy. Justin Hebert or whatever his name is. Herbert. Yeah, Herbert. Okay. So you're thinking Tyron Taylor will not be the quarterback. He might be the backup. What about Easton Stick? Who? their other backup from North Dakota State. Never heard of him. You don't think they're going to roll the dice with I him? I don't think so. Because because if they're healthy, they're a pretty good football team. They just lost. You look at the games the Chargers lost. Well, if this they year. have a good quarterback, they're probably a decent football they were prob- team. They'd probably been 11-5 and five or 10-6. and six. You remember that guy that I told you about in the Las Vegas casino this summer? Yeah. That told me Patrick Mahomes is a bust. Yeah. He's going to be terrible. You're afraid of You'd Phillip like to Rivers. find that man and track him down. I just want to know what he was thinking. He was on crack. Last Sunday. Or he was smoking weed. I, I, I just want to know. Stay off the weed. I want to go sit in his living room as he watched that Super Bowl unfold and watch Patrick Mahomes win it. Yeah. I think it goes out to that guy. That's right. Don't know who he is. I think We'll never see him again. But I told him, hey. He was whacked. I said, hey, this Mahomes guy is all right. And he said, oh, no, you're afraid of Phillip Rivers. And I oh, said, geez. certainly not. So, cheers to you. See you, Phyllis. All right, Steve. Busy week coming up. A lot of basketball. A little slower week in terms for us. We're and home all week. That helps a little bit. Basketball, yeah. No Matt College game on Wednesday. They have yep. the bye. Right. So kind of a weird week, but we'll keep grinding through. You bet. Do your best. I'll try. I'm proud of you. Well, I'm proud of you. There you go. Wrapping up today's show for Steve Sell, I'm Jim Joyner. Thanks for listening to According to Jim. We'll talk to you tomorrow. According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell was brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union. Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmer State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. Make sure to listen to According to Jim every weekday from 1230 to 1 p.m. right here on 96.7 FM KBBE.